Welcome guys, this is Greg Ferris. I am the founder of Myobrain, also the host of the Myobrain podcast. Thanks for listening to this. This is a new episode today. We're going to be doing some shorter episodes, something in the three to 10 minute range, just Myobrain shorts, what we're going to call it, not the ones that you wear. And uh, again, try to give very actionable, practical advice, uh, frequently asked questions we get about nutrition, training, recovery, very, very bite-sized things also to go along with our longer, longer podcast and other educational content. Okay. So again, this is inaugural episode one. So the point for today, the topic of today is going to be a mistake. I've seen a lot of my clients make a lot of the general public make something that I made was an over-reliance on my physiological data that I was getting from a fitness tracker. And when I say a fitness tracker, I mean something like a Garmin watch or an Apple watch or a Whoop or a Fitbit. I'm sure there are other ones out there. Those are definitely the biggest ones, right? So if you've used one of these before, or if you haven't, really simply, a lot of them will give you a recovery score or a readiness score for your day. Like, you know, how hard you should exercise today or how much volume you should do today um, based upon your resting heart rate and or your HRV, your heart rate variability, okay? And the first point of that is the accuracy of those things on your wrist is not very high. That's not the point of this of this topic, but if you're really trying to get accurate data on that, I would highly recommend you're using a chest strap and also making sure that that, especially your HRV is being taken at the same exact time per day. That is a huge limitation, I think, to a lot of these devices that one day they're taking it at 6 a.m. and the other day at 8 a.m. and after breakfast and before breakfast. And again, it gets very wonky with the data on your wrist at inconsistent times, okay? But even if we are considering the, if it was a little bit more accurate than people think it is, that that is only a physiological measure of your readiness, right? And what I saw a lot of people do, and especially I did this in like the two-ish years I was wearing my Whoop, which did have like a very easy user interface, like you are 40% recovered today or 70% recovered today, is I would take that physiological data and now it would affect my psychology going into my training session. So what I mean by that is, I would actually feel fine. I'd wake up in the morning, feel good, have energy, then I would get a notification on my phone to check my recovery score. I would check on it and it says I'm 18% recovered and I'm in the red. And I'm like, oh man, maybe I am tired, right? I'm like, okay, I go throughout my day and just you know work and, and eat, whatever, and I go to the gym. And then always in the back of my head as I'm warming up, if my like legs a little bit stiff or I'm not feeling super peppy, I'm like, oh yeah, I was 18% recovered today. Like maybe I'm supposed to do 85% on my squats, but now I'll do 80%, right? So I was almost using that, that data I was getting as an excuse of going into my session of, yeah, maybe I don't need to train that hard, right? I wasn't actually listening to how I was feeling in the moment. Like maybe my energy was fine. But I almost would just like make up problems that were occurring based upon that data. And also the opposite thing would happen. I would wake up sometimes feeling super sore, like groggy, did a really tough day of training the day before being like, man, I'm kind of wiped. But I look at my recovery score and it would be 94% in the green. And I'm like, okay, well, like 
Don't be a puss. Like, go train hard. Like, you're in the green. You're ready. Like, go hit it. And then I'd be in the gym and things wouldn't be going that well. But I, in my head, I'd be like, oh, well, I'm in the green. I got to I gotta take advantage of this, right? So I was using that that physiological data, not just as a marker, but as like the sole focus of how hard I should train or how much I should do. And I was ignoring sort of how I felt. And I've seen this so much with people online. If you follow anybody that promotes these things, you'll see it where it's like, They'll post their um, recovery score and it'll be a 9% and they're gonna, they'll say something like, today's going to be a rough day or they'll see their recovery score and it's 89% and it's like ready to crush it. And again, they're seeing that first thing in the morning and I think it, it vastly affects their mood going into their session, right? So one quick tip I would give people if you're using a device like this is to take some time, not away from the actual device, but don't look at it before training. It'll still take your marker. You don't need to open up your app first thing in the morning. It's not going to explode. It'll still take your marker in the morning. I think most of them should. Then go about your day, train whenever you're going to train, and then look at it afterwards and see how correlated that act- that that physiological number was with your actual training performance. You may see that maybe it is pretty correlated with that, but you also may see that you were 20% recovered and also hit a PR that day. And maybe you wouldn't have went for the PR if you knew you were quote unquote, not ready to train, right? So that's a good tip for people. And then one thing that I fell into, and this is kind of why I stopped using my whoop is I did that for a while. Then what I also did was I'd wake up in the morning, simply on a scale of one to 10, I'd kind of take a reading of how I felt like my motivation to train and my general energy are the two things I would use for that, how I felt. And I'd write down, you know, seven or a nine or a three on that day. And then I would go in and train. And then I would look at my actual whoop recovery score. I'm not picking on whoop here. Cause again, like Apple watch takes your HRV. It's all pulling the same data. It's just, it's out. It's user interface is different for people. Right. Um, So I would look at that, those three things, kind of my general vigor in the morning, how I was training and my actual whoop recovery score. And I usually found that my morning rating was very highly correlated with my training. So that was actually a better indicator of how my training was going to go that day than say my whoop uh, HRV was in the morning, right? I would have days where I'd be four out of 10, kind of just writing that down, go about my day. The gym would be, really be struggling for me. Not that big of a deal just in the course of one day, but then my whoop would have been 88%. And in my head, I'm like, man, if I would have tried to like snatch a PR today, like it was not going to happen regardless of what my whoop was was saying, right? I was really, it was more accurate for me just based on a pretty subjective rating of how I felt. There's also some decent research on strength athletes as well of just literally asking them how they feel uh, before their, their strength session and their performance with that, right? So that's the MyoBrain short for today, guys. I know that fitness trackers are not going away anytime soon. People are in love with them. Like, and I do think they're a, a tool that can be used properly, but myself, uh, I've done this and I see a lot of people doing it. My clients, just other people online is an over-reliance upon that. And more importantly, they're, they're strictly using that as a way to set their mood for the session and not encountering, not really taking other things into 
into mind with their psychology, right? Anyone that's trained for a while knows that like you can go into the gym feeling kind of groggy, but then like a song comes on and you feel good or, um, you know, you, you didn't really know what you're going to do that day, but then you see the, the class workout is like something that you're good at. And all of a sudden you're, you're kind of pepped up or other lifestyle things, right? Maybe like you have a, you train at noon and you go have like a great morning at work. And now you have all, you have all this energy, the psychological energy from your performance in your job, or you went on a fun date last night and you met a new boy or girl, and that's kind of getting you pepped up, right? Those psychological factors also can play a role in how well you train that day. In my opinion, every bit as much as your HRV could, right? So the take-home point here is just to make sure if you're going to use that data, make it a piece of the pie and not the sole focus of how hard you should train and to not ignore the psychological factors, like I said, who you're training around with, the music, your mood, all those things matter as well. So that's it for episode one of the Myo Brain Shorts. Let me know if you guys have any questions. You always can email me at myobraincoaching at gmail.com. I appreciate you listening. Thank you.